Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. I'm Kelly. I don't know what this 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 was a good good opening. I don't know what that was, but I liked it. I liked it. Me too. I'm just carrying your energy. We'll throughout. just carry each other. I carry you. You carry me. Yes. And then it's like we don't have to carry anything because we're both being carried. Right. That makes sense. I think that would work. Yeah. Why haven't scientists figured that out? They just don't think about this stuff like we do. Yeah, you know? I guess we have like a very special brain, like a gamer brain. <laughs> we bring a right. gamer perspective to the table that those those scientists just don't have. They just don't have that. They well, want what we have. Really, truly, you're definitely right. <laughs> Are you excited for your expedition into the desert, Kelly? Um. Uh. Sure. Yeah. Let's say that I am. I am excited for my expedition into the desert. Okay, you heard it here for her. You heard. Let's try that again, folks. You heard it here first. Kelly is excited for her expedition into the desert. Yeah, it should be really enlightening. <laughs> Are you going like into the heart of the desert where there's nothing to just like meditate? Yeah, I'm going to go on a spiritual journey and come back a whole new person. Oh. But will you have some new video game insights or is it going to be? Perhaps. Okay. Perhaps I will. It yeah. remains to be seen. Well, I guess we'll find out next week. I guess we will. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Talking Games. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to hearing about it. For those who, uh, just as the audience knows, we're recording this a couple days early. So if some wild video game news happens on Sunday or Monday before release of this episode, and you're like, wow, these idiots didn't talk about it. That's why. Because Kelly has to expedite herself into the desert. <laughs> Yeah, this is Talking Games Weekend Edition. Yeah, I mean, it'll still launch on Tuesday. So for you, it will not feel special. For right. you, it'll feel like a, just another Tuesday with Kelly and Andrew. But but it's special for us. Yes. So, so what? So take that. <laughs> wow, this this podcast was about to have to, I was about to have to check the explicit box I, on the upload. I don't, I don't know what came over me. I didn't mean that. We're angry. I know. I don't know what's going on in my heart. It's a weekend. That's true. I do get really angry on the weekends because I'm like, oh, <laughs> I just wish I could be working right now. <laughs> <laughs> I hate relaxing. <laughs> well, speaking of companies that uh, love working and hate relaxing, Kelly, do you want to talk about the first news story? Yes. So a few, maybe two or three weeks ago, we talked about the Grand Theft Auto uh, remaster. So it's going to be called the Grand Theft Auto, or I'm sorry, it's going to be called Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy, The Definitive Edition. Um, <laughs> it's going to be coming this year to all platforms and PC, uh, next year to mobile. And it's basically just like a nice shiny coat of paint. They don't want to change any of the gameplay stuff. They just want to change the visuals. So it's more aesthetically pleasing to look at. And so that these three games are easier to play on modern systems because as it stands right now, it can be a little bit difficult. So, you know, that's pretty cool. I'm, well, first of all, that's too many thes in the title. That is a lot of thes. You said I will say, <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to add that the trilogy is going to be, let's see, it's 
Grand Theft Auto 3, it's Vice City, and it's San Andreas. Yeah. So, just to be clear, I, we, I'm sure we talked about that, but for anyone who hasn't, you know, that's, seen. That's a fair thing. Um, I, I'm mixed on it because the, the fact that they announced that it's coming to mobile next year makes yeah, that's me, weird. it makes me think that this will not be a, this won't be a good upgrade. Like it's probably just going to be, yeah, I don't know what they're going to change. I don't know what they could change to run it on mobile phones, you know, like PS2 games could probably run on mobile phones, slightly upscale them probably could still run on mobile phones. But if you start doing much more to them, they're not going to be able to. So, I don't know. Are they going to have, like, a scalable version? It's yeah. Like, like some Fortnite crap here? Yeah. I'm thinking it's something along those lines just because it's going to be, like, a whole extra year before we get that. So, I'm sure that they're working it in such a way that it looks relatively okay on mobile phones. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't get, I really don't understand that, though. I don't know why I need to be playing Grand Theft Auto 3 on my phone when I could play it on my Switch or whatever. It, it already is on phones, I think. That's what's, like, the most confusing part about this to me is all of these games are somewhat readily accessible. Like, you can get San Andreas on PS5. There's, you can go into the PlayStation 4 store inside the PlayStation 5 and download it for very cheap. On PC, you can get all these games from the Rockstar launcher. And they are pulling all of those versions, they said. They said when this game launches, all of those older ones are going to go away. I Yeah, I'm looking on the App Store, the, the uh, Apple Store. The Apple App Store. <laughs> the iOS Store. <laughs> Um, three Vice City and San Andreas are all available for purchase. How much are they? Um, I think San Andreas was six ninety nine, and the other two are four ninety nine. So if this collection is any more than seventeen dollars, <laughs> I'm gonna Which think this is all money be. grabbing. <laughs> yeah, if, if a, yeah, I don't think Rockstar is gonna release a collection for under seventeen dollars. Yeah, it's it, a little, it's a little bit weird. It feels weird because I bet. The majority of their sales come from San Andreas still. So maybe they're just like, you know what, guys, let's let's think of a way to boost sales. We'll call it a remaster. We'll call it, sorry, the definitive edition. Yeah. I'm weary here. And I'm also confused why they announced it finally. And there's no footage. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's October and it's out this year. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I guess we'll see. I, I'd be interested to see the difference between the definitive edition and what's already on the app store. Yeah. Well, I'm I we'll guess see. I'm the two things I'm most curious to see, I'll say three things, is the PlayStation Five and Series X versions, the Switch version, and the mobile version. Because I want to compare those three things to each other more than I care to compare them to the original games. Yeah. That's true. The Switch is a very different machine than the PlayStation 5 and the Series X. <laughs> you could fit like 12 Switches in your PS5, so <laughs> physically, not even like software or hardware-wise. Literally, you could put, fit many Switches inside your PlayStation 5. Yeah. We should try that. Let's Yeah, let's try that. Let's be the first to do it, and then we'll like revolutionize the industry. Yes, because, you know, then your PS5 will be portable. Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> I guess we could put the Switch in the hard drive slot inside and use it as an external hard drive. Yeah, for storage. Yeah, because the Switch has a whopping 32 gigabytes of non-SSD storage. Like, that's helpful. I remember when I first bought my Switch, I had Breath of the Wild on cartridge. Mm-hmm. And I plugged it in and I was like, woo. And then I like bought something and I downloaded it and I was like, woo. And then I bought another game and I tried to download it. And it was like, uh, I don't think so, sweetie. <laughs> and I was like, what? I was like, how do I? What do you mean? The, I only have two games on here. And it was like, mm, no, no, sorry. So that's really great for the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> that's really great for it. Yeah. It's it's a, well, that, that OLED model has. Yeah. 64. Ooh, wow, you can that's... get three games. <laughs> Kelly, are you buying that OLED now that it's out in the wild? Are you going to go get one? Maybe. In a f- maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm, I've never been like, let me buy the new console. I just wait until the next generation comes out. Except for the Xbox 360 because I had a first edition white Xbox 360. And those were like notorious for the Red Ring of Death. So we had to buy the Connect one, the black Connect one, and we got to connect with it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've never bought a console that was like, this is the new version of this console. I always just go with like the OG, which, you know, might not be the best, but I mean, I'm the, not... the OLED isn't that. It would specifically be nice for your expedition into the desert since it has a really nice portable <laughs> screen. But at home, yeah. you're primarily a television player, right? Yeah, that reminds me, I have to pack my Switch because I forgot my last trip. You forgot your Switch on your last trip to the desert? Well, yeah, well, the issue is is that I didn't really have any avenue to charge it, mm. so I could really probably only play it for the the trip there, not the trip home. I could bring the whole kit and caboodle, but that's just like another thing that I have to like take out during the security check through, and that would just, I don't want to be that person that's like, here, look at this, here, look at this, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'll I'll bring it this time and, you know, enjoy my ride there and not enjoy my ride home. <laughs> but Sad. the flight, well, I don't want to give like so much detail, but uh, the flight that I'm flying on this time, I can, there's TVs so I can actually watch stuff. So that's kind of nice. Okay. I feel like you're allowed to give details. Just don't tell, just don't say what hotel you're staying in and you're fine. There's right. a lot of desert in the world. That's true. That's true. I think. People probably know the de- the specific desert that I'm flying to, though. But that's okay. Just don't do anything scary. Yeah, don't go to the desert. Unless it's a different desert, in which case, th- go for it, I guess. Yeah, n- knock yourself out. Bring your Switch. Go go play Switch in the desert. <laughs> go bring your Switch OLED model and play some Metroid Dread. Oh. Oh, Metroid Dread came out as of time of recording yesterday. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. I I can't believe it's October 9th. 9th. Yeah. I can't believe it. There's a new Metroid game after what, 18, 19 years? Yeah, that's less believable than it being October 9th. <laughs> than it being like a Saturday <laughs> at two, at 1 p.m. Yeah. Um much bigger review coming next week. I'm hoping to finish the game before our next episode, but early impressions Yes. Yes. Positive. Yes. Uh-huh. Good. Very positive. So hopefully good. we keep that train rolling. 
tune in next week, you'll find out. That's Ooh. not the end of the episode. That almost sounds like I was closing the episode after one <laughs> story. Um, no, but we have more news. Sega announced that they are restructuring the studio Real. Okay, listen. This one always gets me. And I don't know why. Ria Gagotoku. Ria Gagotoku. Ria Ga. Ria Gagotoku. It always gets me. There's just a lot of. That's a lot yeah. of vowels right in a row. There's a lot of like ah, ah. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, it's ah, ah, oh, oh, ooh. Oh, a lot of vowels. Yeah, you were right. Ria Gagogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogog
Konami's really popular soccer game just did that. And right, then they I remember us talking about it. And they released eFootball on yes. recently for free. And it's getting like absolutely decimated, just panned beyond belief. Everybody thinks it's the worst thing in the world. And it has one of the most overwhelmingly negative review scores on Steam right now of any game on Steam. Wow. Um, and obviously this is a very different cup of tea. EA is a very different company than Konami. But who knows? I kind of hope that happens to them too because EA could use a little bring them down to bring them down to earth a little bit. Yeah, and and I will say that you, excuse me. I will say that the the EA Sports division not trying to dog them super hard, but the truth is is that they release the same game every year with minimal changes. And it's like absurd how many bugs and glitches exist in these games. Like I'm not a I don't really play sports games. That's not really my jam, but um like Madden 22 it's really buggy and that game came out months ago so not really sure what the issue is they just it it just feels like they don't like they just don't put that much thought into it because they know that people are going to buy it so like if you're like a fifa super fan you're still going to buy the game and you're going to complain about it because it's the same game that it was last year with a stupid story mode now and i remember the one year they had that story mode with mahershala ali and it was oh, like yeah. so, supposed to be like super exciting and good. You didn't hear anything about it because nobody's playing a sports game and and is like, I want to play the story mode. Like I really care about the down on his luck at college athlete who rises through the ranks and becomes like the all-star. It's like, who cares, dude? I just want to throw the football. I just want to kick the football. You know what I mean? It, I don't know. So maybe, maybe this will happen and people aren't going to care because it's not called FIFA anymore and then EA Sports will get kicked in the pants. That's my hope. Woof. Yeah. Bark, bark. Exactly. That's Kelly dogging on EA. I did. I did dog on them. I mean, I've given I'm... them, I've given EA so much money the amount of times I've bought <laughs> their RPGs. <laughs> <laughs> the same RPGs again and again and again. So, I think I deserve to be a little bit more critical. That's fair. I mean, yeah, they're they're not doing anything great. And like you said, like that single player campaign stuff is like all they have that's unique that they're trying to go for here. And the crossover between single player campaign campaign players and sports game players, it's a very small cross section. Those are mostly two separate things. So it's a very confusing thing to update as opposed to the game itself. Yep. Also, Agreed. it doesn't it doesn't really change the core game at all, right? So you're basically just paying, playing the same exact game, but now they're like, oh, there's some cutscenes between games. Yeah. And they're like... <laughs> so with these cutscenes, they will have like the real athletes do the voice acting for these kids for, these, oh, no. for their portrayals in the game and some of them are very are fine some of them are great some of them are not voice actors oh my god they're not even actors so sometimes it's just it's really i hesitate to use this word but sometimes it can be very cringy to watch these cutscenes because you're like 
oh my god can we please just get to the next game i don't need i don't need tom brady texting me about how i'm such a great player and quarterback that is I'm hysterical <laughs> i'm sorry madden's like my my frame of reference but that's um, very very funny yeah so that makes me want to play it i know it is a little bit silly but if you look on youtube and you look at like especially 2k because the because madden they don't really do like they just use the likeness they don't really do the voices or anything like that but 2k sometimes they'll have the players voice their counterparts in the game oh i think i've seen footage of that yeah it's (laughs) it's pretty funny but it kind of is annoying when you're playing the game you're like okay it's funny in a vacuum but the second you paid money to play this game (laughs) less so right right Jeez, what a bunch of gearboxes. Yeah, that was also that was my first thought too when I Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a very regular insult to call people. Right. That's um, it's actually I didn't even know it was an insult. Well, now you do. <laughs> oh, what uh, what are the odds speaking of gearbox? Oh my gosh. Gearbox. What happenstance? <laughs> That's insane. I was not just reading a sheet and decided to say the word gearbox is an insult. I just use that every day. And there's news. <gasps> gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford has said that he is stepping away from his role as software president. My understanding of this is what it means is Randy Pitchford will take his hands off the wheel for game development and still collect disgustingly big paychecks. Yeah, because he's still going to be the CEO, right? Correct. He's yeah, just this not... doesn't, doesn't change anything for that. And that's so I. So, coming upon this news, I think I learned um, something about Randy Pitchford that I didn't know before. Uh huh. Is he some sort of magician? Um, I think he might be, but why do you ask? There were like a lot of like all the press pictures were of him with like cards and he was like <laughs> doing all sorts of weird things with his car. Like his hands. That sounds wrong. It just <laughs> it just I thought maybe, okay, Randy Pitchford's a, a magician. And he's stepping down to focus on his magic. <laughs> <laughs> this is so much better of a story that I really, really wish was the case. Maybe I'm maybe I just saw some weird pictures on Twitter. I don't know. Um I mean I'm I'm jealous because I just see his stupid smiling mug usually. I've never seen him be a magician until this exact moment when I Googled it. And wow. Yeah, you're welcome. Are you seeing what I see? Are you seeing the magician pictures? Yeah, right now I'm specifically looking at one where he's going. <laughs> like he's holding a card in one hand, audience. <laughs> Acting like he looks impressive, but his face is just so dumbfounded that he's like, Did I did I do it? And then other <laughs> ones with like a swoosh of cards in front of his face. He's so scary. Uh I don't like him. I don't I think he's a big old liar. He likes to go on press things and, and say things that are false. I'm going to look up Randy Pitchford. Magician. Yeah, that's what I, I was just looking at that set of photographs. Oh, yeah. He was a professional magician. What? Was? 
How did he move from professional magician to video game CEO? Oh my God. His what? father worked at the the CIA. Wow. All right, this episode this <laughs> episode's pivoting into the Randy Pitchford hour. Wow. He's a member of the Magic Castle in Los Angeles. He Isn't is that... a magician. That's wild. Isn't the Mas Magic Castle I can't talk today. Isn't the Magic Castle the one from Arrested Development take us seriously? I don't know. <laughs> the one that Jove is a part of? Yeah, and it's, it's My, this line well... of stupid magicians holding a big sign that says, <laughs> we demand to be taken seriously. <laughs> I don't know if they would use it. <laughs> I don't know if they would use a real... <laughs> Let me see if there's references. I know what the thumbnail is going to be this week. It's, it's Job <laughs> holding a We Demand to Be Taken Seriously sign with Randy Pitchford's face on him. No, I don't uh, I don't think it was. Oh, well, that's still going to be the thumbnail. It was probably some like parody of the that exact thing magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the idea that, like, in that, that was a real photograph that they put Will Arnett into, <laughs> but everything else was real. Right. And Randy Pitchford was in it in the background. <laughs> a young Randy Pitchford. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, like, forgot the story. I just know we were making fun of Randy Pitchford, and this has been great. Well, he's, uh, he's still there, so I, I feel like this is kind of an on story. Yeah, I mean, that's... not a non-story, like, I think it's important to talk about, but it's, like... It's just a guy who's already kind of gross stepping away to just, you know, just collect a paycheck. We all know what they do. So he can do magic? focus on his magic. Like, that's we're <laughs> making jokes, but that's probably why he did this. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> break i can't okay <laughs> i i have the image on my on my screen still don't look at it i should probably just close it <laughs> just close it he will tempt you okay all right bye randy okay i closed the image of him with the card bye randy bye randy got him got him So, um, Pokemon is teaming up with Universal Studios nice. to bring Pokemon content to their parks. So, there's Universal Orlando. There's Universal in Anaheim. Mm -hmm. They pretty much coincide with every Disney park, yeah. as far as I know. So Tokyo. Tokyo. Yep. So, that's pretty cool. I, think it's I would like to cool. go on a... I would like to go on a Pokemon themed roller coaster. I mean, Universal's also the one with the Nintendo Land, and it really does prove that as much as people associate Nintendo and Pokemon with each other, they're pretty separate entities. Right. Pokemon is just like a massive, massive property. I mean, so is Mario, but when you think Mario, you also think like Donkey Kong and Luigi and Wario. When you think Pokemon, it's like Pokemon. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, recently I looked at the statistics, and I believe Mario, Donkey Kong, and Zelda, if you combined their net worth, 
is less than Pokemon. It makes sense. Pokemon, Pokemon I mean, huge. it's huge. It has the trading card scene, which is big. It's got competitive, which is big. People play Pokemon and they don't play other Nintendo games. Pokemon could be the only Nintendo game that a person plays, but they probably would still play it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like every most people who play Mario also play Pokemon. Everybody who plays Pokemon does not play Mario, you know? Right. So I just I really made the face that's on your shirt when when I heard this news. I've I've a surprised Pikachu sweatshirt. (laughs) I just saw it. He was hidden behind Kelly's microphone and then Kelly shifted her body and it was revealed. And I was like, he's been here the whole time. (laughs) It's a very comfortable sweatshirt. So I'm having a cozy day today. That makes sense. It's are you excited to go to this this park? Well, I it sounds like it's not going to be a Pokemon park as much as just Pokemon stuff in the already established parks. Yeah. Are you I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't really I I haven't been to Disney in a long time. Nor have I've never been to Universal. Oh. So, I have family that lives down in Florida, Florida. Florida. So, if this also opens at Universal Orlando, I would probably go and visit and go to Disney and Universal, even though that is really expensive. That is money I'm willing to spend. Well, hopefully, I mean, it'll be like 2026 by the time Mario World and Pokemon stuff is there. So you got a couple years to save up. That's true. I don't really care about buying a house. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go to Mario World. I want to see Big Yoshi. (laughs) I want to meet Big Yoshi. (laughs) Big Yosh. Big Yosh. Oh, you know that meme, right? The Big Yosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe he'll be in the thumbnail too. There's too many things I want to put in the thumbnail this week. I know we've there's been a lot of lot lots going on. Yeah. Uh, so Pokemon wanted to to level our heads after that exciting news and let us know that Pokemon Legends is not actually open world. It instead wait, wait. features multiple open areas. Um. I don't, I think they should have kept their mouths shut on this. They should have just stayed quiet and ate their food. (laughs) Because, like, if it's, like, if it's similar to Pokemon Sword and Shield post-DLC in scale, because Pokemon DLC added two wild areas, which were, like, the open segments, and with those additions, people were like, yeah, this is is a good game. This is what the game should have been. It was way more full, because the wild area, for most people, including myself, was, like, the best part of sword and shield who's exploring that if it's that if it's like three wild areas or whatever with one shared like you go to the town at the end and then that takes you to the other wild areas that's fine i don't need it to be perfectly interconnected i would like it to be but i don't need it to be like breath of the wild levels of interconnected i'd be okay if you had to leave one open world area to go to another yeah I agree. And I feel like that's what it will be. I, They've done it once. They'll do it again. Plus, when we saw that trailer last week, it looked like there were little towns and stuff that were interspersed rather than just being like the wild world. So <clears throat> I have no problem with it being like a big open area and then you get to a little town and it's like a separate area and then you leave the town and it's another big open area. I think it's probably going to be that. 
I think you're right. They should have been quiet because I think a lot of people will be turned away or turned off by this news. It's just terms, you know. But yeah, exactly. I think. I, it, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what it ends up being. But I'm still, you know, I'm still pretty uh, optimistic about it. Yeah. The thing is, is like those open areas look open and fun and interesting. So they yeah. don't. I don't need them to be inter. I don't need it to be like a massive interconnected world if all of the spaces are interesting to explore. Yeah. Yeah. As long as they're like, as long as there's a justification for like using the Pokemon as transportation, like I don't want it to feel as pointless if I jump on the bravery, brave, braviary Mm -hmm. and only fly for like a second because I don't really need to get that far. Yeah. That's my only real concern with that news. But, you know, we'll see. Hopefully they are. Hopefully they learned their lesson from. Uh, sword and shield. Sorry, my cat just walked in my room. My Pokemon cat. Wait, is your cat a Pokemon, or do you have a Pokemon named Cat? She is a Pokemon and a cat, and her name is Cat. What kind of Pokemon is she? She's a Skitty. <gasps> Not That's... a Delcatty, a Skitty. Only Skitty. Oh my god, she's so cute. Oh, she's window. looking out the window. She's looking to explore. Oh, jeez. I shouldn't have done this. Okay. <laughs> Disaster averted. Okay. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. So, some more Nintendo news. Um, an Animal Crossing Direct was announced for October 15th, which at the time of listening is Friday. Um, I'm very excited because... It's supposed to be 20 minutes of new information, and we already found out about Rooster. So, what more is coming? 20 minutes mm-hmm. is pretty long. That's a sizable chunk, especially for Animal Crossing. I feel like that's kind of a big deal. So, I'm excited for this. I will be tuning in at 10 a.m. at my job. Just kidding. Don't tell my boss I said that. Actually, well, okay, never mind. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> you're really trying to you're attacking a lot of asterisks on that one yeah <laughs> um i'm excited for the i'm excited to learn about everything at 5 p.m after i'm done with my work day yeah yeah because you don't even check twitter on nope. lunch or no nope. when you leave for bathroom breaks nope 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 i'm just i'm just very excited by this because they have a huge huge opportunity here to bring in people who have left the game which is the majority of people um for me it's you know this is kind of their last chance and it seems like they have a lot ready because it's not just some twitter drop of like a little bit of information it's a direct and we know brewster's there which is big for me but like we need other stuff i wouldn't come back just for brewster I might. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Brewster's, I love Brewster. He's awesome. I might turn it on for him. But like, there's a big difference between turning the game on and being like, oh, it's Brewster and talking to him like twice and then turning the game off again and actually committing to coming back to the game. Yeah, that's true. We shall see. I'm, ex- I'm also very excited. I hope they bring back Gracie, the giraffe. And I hope they bring back. Let's see. Who else? I don't know, because they brought back Leaf, and I love Leaf, so. I want Tortimer. 
Oh, yeah, duh. Tortimer or Rossetti. Yeah. Or his brother, whose name I can't remember. Rossetti. Rossetti's brother. I mean, Rossetti. Isn't it, isn't it like Tom Rossetti and, and Bill Rossetti? No, because it's Tom Nook. Isn't so it there like wouldn't be two Toms. Timmy Rossetti. I want, oh, you, you know who I want them to bring back is the Pelicans. Pelly and Phyllis and what was his name? Peter? No, it was not Peter. Hold on. Can you hear my really loud keyboard? <laughs> Pete. It was Pete. Pete. Okay. Not uh, Peter. Pete. Pete. Well, those are all your predictions and hopes. Those are my hopes. I um, hope to see it. Yeah, it's really it's really cool that on uh, an episode of this podcast, you're making some Nintendo predictions and about a presentation that Nintendo's doing. Yeah. And it'd be crazy if if any of those happened. It'd be crazy, wouldn't it? It, w- it would be pretty crazy. If, if either of us, really, if that happened on the show in any context where we said that we wanted something and then merely one day later, it happened. That'd be crazy. It would be pretty crazy. I don't think that's going to ever happen or I don't think that has ever happened. Kelly! Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Y- yes. Kelly. Yes. Have you heard of the video game Super Smash Brothers? I have. Ultimate? I have. It's available on Nintendo Switch systems for those who do not know. They have been releasing downloadable content in the form of new characters since its release in December of 2018. Yes. Among those characters was... Sephiroth from Final Fantasy. You may know him. From Final Fantasy. From Final Fantasy. And. Or. Or. Another game. Yeah. Or Steve Minecraft. Or Steve. (laughs) Anyway, last week we talked about this presentation. I don't know what that very scientific bit was, but I enjoyed it. I had fun. Yeah, I liked it. But last week we talked about who we wanted in the final DLC announcement. And, you know, we we had a few ideas. I gave one that was technically not a prediction. So I'm not right. It was just my hope. And then I gave a prediction afterwards. But my hope was Sora from Kingdom Hearts. And guess who got announced last <sighs> week for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate? Another Minecraft character. Yeah. <laughs> no, they announced Sora, as I'm sure most of you saw, because it was it was all over the tweeter. It was big news. It was very exciting. I panicked. <laughs> you know, I was freaking out. It's very exciting. He's joining the game on October 18th. This felt very special. Yes. I, every other reveal has been, like, thematic to that character. Like, the Joker from Persona 5 reveal was in, like, it was like a Persona cutscene. And then, like, you know, Sephiroth felt very Final Fantasy VII. Like, there were straight-up shots from Advent Children, the movie. And then Steve Minecraft was in a cave, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he does that, though. But this one didn't feel like that. This one felt like a celebration of Smash 
because it opens with the firing smash logo which is how the reveal of super smash brothers ultimate started it starts with inkling from splatoon looking at this and the smash logo reflecting off their eye that's how it started it felt like everything was coming full circle and then mario walks over to this little this little fire everybody's been turned to toys because the fire went out but mario's okay and mario walks over to the the tiny bit of flame that's left just puts his his bare glove glove <laughs> into the fire kelly with her she started smirking i don't know where she thought that was going to go Anyway, he grabs the fire, and it's a physical object, and he chucks it. And then, a it's Keyblade. See a little Mickey Mouse. And Sora comes out. Sora joins the battle. Sora is finally here. That's what it said. I thought that was funny. It was very cute. I think he looks like a really nice character. I'm very excited to play him in a few days here. Uh, this is everything I've wanted. I don't think I'm allowed to ask for things anymore. Because, <laughs> like, I wanted Bayonetta and Sora. Those were my two top picks. And, and then I got them. I like his skins. Yeah, because it's Kingdom Hearts 1 Sora. It's little kid Sora. But his skins are his costumes, or I guess his outfits, I should say, from Kingdom Hearts 2 dream drop distance and three even though it's on like little kid Sora with his funny hair um and then the fifth outfit is actually it's called timeless river he looks like a classic disney cartoon he's like black and white with a goofy little face it's so cute i think that they did a really good job they put a lot of work into this character all four of the costumes actually have like different renders like when you pick characters usually like it's like one render and then the costume just changes colors but for each one he's in a different pose which is cool small detail but this was full of like really cool small details that would make kingdom hearts fan happy well it did make me happy so um so mission accomplished mission accomplished and then you know to to quell any doubts of whether this character deserved to get in or not uh mr sakurai the developer of the game said that they actually they held a poll for Super Smash Brothers for Wii U DLC to ask who people wanted. And at the time they said Bayonetta was number one of feasible characters. And everybody was just like, well, so who was actually number one? And then I really didn't expect to hear anything about that because that was 2015. I never thought that was going to come full circle. But Sakurai mentioned in the presentation, he's like, oh yeah, so that poll we did, Sora won very much. He's like, but we couldn't say that because we weren't able to get the rights to him. And now we are. And we didn't want people like harassing Square Enix until we figured it out. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. So even if it's not your character, it's pretty <laughs> apparent that this is not some random unpopular pick. Right. This is what people wanted. And there's stages. Well, stage, Hollow Bastion. Ugh. And some songs. Or is it Radiant Garden? I guess it's kind of both, isn't it? It's just Hollow Bastion because it's very strictly Kingdom Hearts 1 themed. That was the whole thing. All the music is from Kingdom Hearts 1. The stage does not have any references. Okay, so correction. The Hollow Bastion part of the stage only references, references Kingdom Hearts 1. 
he has his Kingdom Hearts 1 hair at all times. His entire moveset is based on Kingdom Hearts 1. The only things that aren't from the first game are his alternate costumes, even though he's still little boy version, and the stage will transform into uh, these big glass panes, which are like these stations from the original game. And they're so cute. But those have characters from more than just Kingdom Hearts 1, including my cat. Because my cat is named after Ventus from Kingdom Hearts, who I didn't think was going to be featured in any capacity. But alas, my cat is now a background element of a stage in Smash Bros. I think Roxas deserves justice. What did you want Roxas as like an alt? Yeah, I did. But Roxas is taller than baby Sora. That's that's probably why oh, they didn't do on. it. Oh, come on. come <laughs> on. They nothing. showed in the trailer, he's lighter than Isabel from Animal Crossing. I know. I thought that was funny. He's so light. I thought it was funny to see them standing there together. It made me laugh. Yeah. Made me chuckle. I'm going to be chuckling a lot because like that happens with every DLC that I'm super excited for, which is like most of them is just like putting them next to the other characters. So I'd be like, I mean, the biggest one was Minecraft Steve, because then everybody that comes after it, it's like, look, they're fighting Minecraft Steve. (laughs) Sephiroth is fighting Minecraft Steve. And it never gets old. Right. But now we get to do that one last time with every character and Sora. (laughs) So and as a little a little important side note. They announced during this presentation, which I thought was weird, but fine, that all the Kingdom Hearts games are coming to Switch. Um, not natively, sadly. They will be cloud versions, which is... I don't like it, because <laughs> the majority of those games were like PlayStation 2 games that could definitely run in HD on Switch. But I guess since those collections are already made and they just figured making it, a cloud gaming situation was better, especially because like three definitely couldn't run on Switch. So they have to do cloud gaming. So they're like, let's just do it all. And you'll be able to acquire them individually or in a package titled the Kingdom Hearts Integrum Masterpiece, which is a dumb name, but very fitting. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, it's it's like everything. Mm-hmm. Like you can play Birth by Sleep. Mm-hmm. You could play you don't one, have to... Chain of Memories. 358 days over two, two, birth by sleep, recoded, dream drop, dream drop distance, dream drop distance, 0.2, birth by sleep, a fragmentary passage, key back cover, and Kingdom Hearts 3. And for those who didn't know until a moment ago, the Kingdom Hearts series has dumb names. really stupid names yeah so i mean it's cool this package has existed on other platforms for a long time now shortly after kingdom well not shortly like a year after kingdom hearts 3 released the kingdom hearts all in one package was released which is all of those games i just stated and i swear to goodness i see that thing on sale on playstation 4 for 20 dollars all the time and i'm just like that's obscene but i don't think it'll be twenty dollars because it'll get a switch tax and probably be like a hundred oh yeah because they all came out on the epic game store for pc i believe the beginning of this year like in march or something and they were forty dollars each so it ended up being a hundred twenty dollars oh my god 
No, it would have been 160 because there were. Yeah. Because Kingdom Hearts. There's. No, no, no. Wait. Sorry. Excuse me. It would be 120. Because the collections are 1.5 plus 2.5, and then 2.8, and then 3. Yeah, not 2.5, 2.8. Yes. And it could be 1. It could have just been collection 1, collection 2, and collection 3. But why no. would you do that when you could do collection 1.5 plus 2.5, collection 2.8, and Kingdom Hearts 3? Right. Why would you do the easy thing when you could do something that is so complicated and hard to understand that people give up yes trying to understand the only bright side is that you can go to a store like i said and be like can i can i get kingdom hearts and they're like here's the box it has every single game if you put the disc in it'll tell you what order to play in that's yeah, helpful that's, pre- that's pretty nice because <laughs> like when Cause... you had to buy all of them individually where do you start right <laughs> would you start with birth by sleep i don't recommend it technically you could play it in chronological order but that's like they reference yeah you don't get it yeah because kingdom hearts one does not reference any of the side materials because the side materials very much did not exist yet but every side material references kingdom hearts one so if you start with any of those you'll just be like wait what yeah well you're gonna say wait what a lot the whole series (laughs) that's true you could have all the context and still say wait what yeah i like study this crap and i still say wait what every other day so this is exciting. Uh, good day for Kingdom Hearts fans. I'm glad that Switch fans will get to play these games, even if it is in a slightly lesser version. I think it was kind of ridiculous that there was no means of playing the series. The Rhythm game was the only one that was on Switch. Everything else, nope. Yes. So. And another thing announced was uh, Doom, the Doom guy, or Doom Slayer. I guess this is his real name. I thought we were just calling him Doom Guy, but okay. <laughs> um, he will also be joining as a me costume. So, you know, you could be Sans, you could be me, uh, you could be, <laughs> you could Do- be Kelly, you could be Doom Fellow. Um, you could be what's one? What's another one? Um, Dante from Devil May Cry. Dante. Shantae from Shantae. Oh, yes. So. Finally, him and Isabel will be reunited at last. Officially in a game together. Finally. It was a long time coming since March of 2020. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought it was cool because like I I think his his viability as a character was very low. He's so violent and like. I don't know. They probably probably thought about it, but they're like, this is a Western character. The Japanese market will probably be quite disappointed and confused. So this is like a really cool middle ground to like acknowledge him and put him in in some fashion instead of just pretending nobody wanted him. Yeah. And also avoiding the violence because it's just a me costume. Right. Yeah. That's fun. That's cute. And then uh, last bit of news from that Smash presentation. We, we finally saw. Hold on to your belts, people. Grip your socks. Are they gripped? No. Okay, well, they're about to fly off. Steve (laughs) and Alex. Amiibos. Those are the Minecraft characters. Woo! Yeah, and they announced that they're coming out this spring along with the Min Min Amiibo. Uh, 
I thought I was very excited to see the Steve amiibo because I was like, this is going to be dumb looking, which it is. <laughs> and then I got salty because they're like, we're also releasing a, an Alex amiibo. And I'm like, wait, why does Minecraft Steve get an alt costume released? Why didn't we get female Byleth? Like, I would have bought that amiibo five times. All we got is boy Byleth. Boy Leth. Boy Leth. <laughs> yeah. I know. That was weird. I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's Minecraft. Minecraft, Minecraft. toys sell re- really well, right? But they, didn't they all, weren't they also like, and also keep a, keep an eye out for Pyrrha and Mithra and Sephiroth? Yeah. Yeah. Pyra, Mithra, Sephiroth, Kazia are all confirmed to get amiibos. They didn't confirm Sora, which makes me think there's a moderately high chance that that won't happen. I'm my theory for that is that it would be really, really expensive just because he has that little Mickey Mouse on his keyblade. Yeah. Which they would is, not be able to license that. Yeah, which is immensely disappointing. Yeah. But you know Who knows? Who knows? The thing that disappoints me about it is that you can buy tons of Sora merchandise everywhere, but for whatever reason, go to a store right now. I dare you, audience, go to a store and look for like the Sora toys and like the Target toy aisle or whatever. And their faces are all so scary. <laughs> I've never seen a good Sora toy in stores. All of them are scary. And I was really hoping that this amiibo would be the redemption of that. And then they're like, no, you don't get an amiibo. Ugh, I'm like, do I, try tragic. A, I have to buy a freaking Play Arts toy, which is like $112. I have a... It's not Play Arts. Who do you have? Garrus. Have Garrus. Do you know who of made course. that? Let me look it up. Because it looks high quality. It's okay. He's kind of broken, but he's been through a lot. What did you do to him? Well, he's been through like five moves. So. Oh, and he helps with the moving, so it's a lot for yeah. his joints. Yeah, exactly. Big Fish Toys. I have no idea what that is. 114 to 195 dollars yeah this is the mass effect 2 version because mm. i got this right before mass effect 3 is it expensive now because it's hard to find or is it just was it always that expensive mm. i don't remember being that much when i bought it for sure maybe it's just rare now yeah maybe. i don't think anybody would buy it from me though because <laughs> kelly just pulled garris's leg off on camera His arm has been healed. His arm has been healed. Um, and he's also missing his gun. I don't know where that is. And his stand. I don't he know doesn't need is. a gun. He has his words. That's true. So. Well, soon you'll get to be holding Garrus in one hand and Steve in another. That's That was always my dream. Yeah. I'm sure you can go buy a Steve toy at every store in America. But now you get to buy one that says Nintendo on it. That's true. I'm, I, oh my god. Garrus is just <laughs> falling apart. His leg just came, like I don't even have to touch it and it falls off. I'm sorry, Garrus. Poor Garrus. Poor Garrus. He's been through a lot. Well, right. Kelly, we've been through a lot. That's true. We we made it through another oh another week. We now have twenty episodes under our belts. That's- 
That's a lot. We did it. It's episode 20. That's crazy. Kelly, How do just, you feel about... Uh, you just leaned away from the mic to just cry a little bit, right? Yeah, I was feeling overwhelmed with emotion, and it all came out of my nose. Oh. Sorry. That's... It was tears. It was tears. I was crying out of my nose. That's maybe not better. <laughs> that might be worse. Yeah, I think that's actually worse, because that means like there's a flow of water coming out of your nose. Yeah, what's the problem? I don't what's know, the that's issue? Pretty, I, don't... I don't get your... What's your beef? I don't get it. I don't have any beef. I don't Episode know. 20. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. I'm excited too. I don't know if I'd sing that little song because that, that was just a little too, it was very you. And I don't want to take you. that from you. Thank you. But uh, thank you to the audience more than anything for listening. We're 20 episodes in. That's a lot of content. That's a lot of Kelly and Andrew. That's a lot of content. I'm excited for 20 more. I'm excited for 50 more. I'm excited for 80 more. All right. You don't have to upstage me. I thought you were going to upstage me. But oh, now I'm I excited for 100 more. All right. You don't have to upstage me, Kelly. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back again next week. Kelly, after her expedition to a desert yet again. Yet again. Send your thoughts to Kelly that she may find enlightenment and In maybe also be able to explain the Kingdom Hearts plot to me fully when she returns. I I think that's a real possibility. I'm excited. This is so exciting. Looking forward to it. Me as well. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, y'all. Bye.